Welcome to the Christian Business Concepts with your host, Harold Milby. Christian Business Concepts is dedicated to guiding companies and business owners in becoming effective, efficient, and successful through God's Word and godly principles. Now, here's your host, Harold Milby. Thank you, Kelly, for that introduction, and uh, I want to welcome everyone here uh, to today's podcast as we continue talking about the power of praying for your business. You know, in last week's podcast, we we talked about the fact that, uh, you know, you've got to get over that first hurdle. There's a lot of people who are Christian business owners that don't really believe that they should be praying for the business. They, They almost feel like it's a selfish act because it doesn't seem to be very spiritual. But in reality, it's an extremely spiritual thing to do. And, uh, you know, the Bible says, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. And I think he's looking. God is looking for us. He needs us to pray uh, for our our businesses today. And, you know, in the last broadcast, just to kind of recap, you know, we, we, we talked about understanding that God does want us to pray. Uh, we talked about praying and thankfulness and thanking God for who he is, and and we talked about the names of God and what they meant, uh, you know, Jehovah Tiskanu, Jehovah Mekadesh, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Shama, and and all of the names. And if you haven't listened to that first uh, uh, podcast, I would really encourage you to go back and listen to that podcast, and uh, and then continue after you've done that. But again, I I just cannot tell you enough of how important it is for you to have a regular prayer life, uh, a regular time of prayer that you protect and uh, and you communicate uh, with God that you rec- uh, you communicate with Him about your business and you talk to Him about your business and uh, it is so so crucial and it's so important. I cannot state that fact uh, you know loud enough in my mind. I, I I just I just want you to know that God really does care about you. He cares about your business and He wants you to pray. And uh, so we, we talked a lot about the uh, spiritual laws and spiritual principles, that there are spiritual laws that are in place uh, that God started and created. We talked about that. And then we talked about uh, praying and boldness. Uh, you know, we don't have to go to God with our hat in hand. You know, we, we can really be bold because he said, let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We can come to him with boldness and with our back straight and our chest out and in full confidence. So we can we can pray bold prayers and we can come to God uh, in boldness. And then and then we talked about praying with authority. Uh, when Jesus hung on the cross and he said, it is finished, I think he meant exactly that. I, I think he did everything that he needed to do, and now we need to exercise the authority that he has given to us through the name of Jesus. And keep in mind the word name, when, when you see in the New Testament, it means in the authority of. So even, even then when he was talking about do all, do all in the name of Jesus, he was saying do it in the authority of Jesus. So we have this authority uh, that God has given us. So I want to continue on as, as we talk about this power of praying for your business 
You know, one of the things that that I see people do, and 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 even when I pastored, I used to I, I used to discuss this with people who would come and talk to me. But you know, when you pray, pray in faith and not in desperation. You know, there's a difference. There is a difference between praying in desperation and praying in faith. You know, you can go to God and cry and cry and cry and cry to God, but if you don't pray in faith, you're not going to feel like your prayer is going to get much past the, the, the ceiling in your office or the ceiling in your bedroom. Everything that we receive from God, now get this, everything that we receive from God, we receive by faith. You didn't even get born again without faith. You didn't receive anything from God unless it come from faith. If someone were to ask you if you were really saved, what would you tell them? I, I think if, if they ask you how you can be so sure, if you were to say, yeah, I'm born again, well, how can you be so sure? What would you tell them? You know, but most people, most believers would say, well, it's just something I know without a doubt. That's faith. So when each of us give our life to Christ and become born again, we do it by faith. So we have to do it by faith because the Bible says that, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. And, uh, you know, faith is a spiritual force. Faith connects us to the power of God. And make no mistake, it is a force. Our faith determines our actions. Let me say that again. Because really, that is, you know, a wisdom, uh, a wisdom seed. Our faith determines our actions. For example, if I were to ask you to come into my office and have a seat, would you think twice about sitting down in one of my chairs in the office? I mean, most people would just sit right down. They don't worry if that chair is going to hold them up. They don't worry that maybe the legs are broke. Uh, they weren't strong enough to hold them. Why? Because they have number one, they have confidence in me enough that I wouldn't ask them to sit down into a chair that's broke. And it's the same way in our lives with him. When we have that confidence and trust in him, and then his word tells us to do things, his, his, his word shares with us some of the, the actions that we need to have in our lives, we don't have to think about it. We, by faith, just do it. Because we believe in the one that's given us that direction. And so your faith is it, it, it's a natural. It should be automatic. You know, you just act upon your faith of what God says. God wants the same thing from us in our daily life and in our prayer time. You'll notice uh, you'll notice that I am suggesting that that we are to mostly be praying God's word during our prayer time. I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll see that as, as we've been talking about praying and praying for our business. That's one of the things that, that you've heard me say is I talk a lot about the word and you'll hear me uh, quote a lot of scriptures because it's the word that changes things. It's, it's his word. The Bible says that God upholds the worlds by the words that he spoke when he spoke the worlds into existence. So the word is extremely powerful. That's why I believe in having uh, scripture lists. Uh, when I'm going through a tough time, I'll go find a, all the scriptures I can find that have anything to do with that particular situation, and I'll pray those particular scriptures because that's God's will. I know it's, his God, uh, it's God's will because it's his word. 
And so that's what I'm suggesting, that we spend a lot of time praying, but pray his word during our prayer time. That's his will for our life. God has always been a God of seed time and harvest. And you can see that in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 29. He, he says that he gave every herb-bearing seed, every tree with fruit-bearing seed for meat. And Adam was to use those seeds to provide for himself to meet his daily needs. So then in Matthew chapter 13, we, we learn about the sower of the, of the seed. And in Luke's version, because that, that uh, story about the sower and the seed is in more than one of the Gospels, but in Luke's version, the Lord tells the disciples that the seed is the Word of God. So God has given us His Word to plant into our lives to provide us with that abundant life that Jesus said that He came to bring us in John 10 and 10. He said, I've come to give you life and that you might have it more abundantly. And I don't know about you, but I want an abundant life. Because first of all, he said I could. So I want what he has me. When I first got born again, the one thing I decided was either, either I had to, I'll share this with you because I feel like I'm supposed to. So when I got born again, I had this choice right in front of my face. Either not become born again or to become born again. And I thought for a long time, for about a week or so, uh, before I made that decision to follow Christ, um, I said, okay, either I'm going to be the worst person. I'm, I'm going to be the biggest sinner. I'm going to, I'm going to take what I can take, get what I can get. It's all going to be about me. It's going to be about what I can do, or I'm going to accept Christ and be the best Christian that I can be. And I want everything that God has for me. So I made the decision to say, yeah, I, I want to accept Christ. I don't want to go the other direction. I want to accept Christ. And then the next thing that happened is I began to desire uh, all those things that God has for me. And, and when he said that I've come to give you life and that you might have it more abundantly, I said, that's mine. I want to have that abundant life. And, and so that faith that we have is a faith in his word, and his word is like a seed. And when we pray his word, it's like planting the seed and getting the harvest. You know, if I plant a corn seed, I'm not going to get apples. If I, if I plant green bean seeds, I'm not going to get asparagus. I'm going to get what I plant. And that's why understanding his word is so important. That's why I have resources on our website uh, that you can go there and print off. I want you to be able to have the word that you need to be able to combat the enemy in your life so that you can be victorious and that you can have this abundant life that I'm talking about. So then how do we get faith? Well, Romans chapter 10, it says uh, in verse 17, it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Notice it said, did not say faith comes by reading the word, looking at the word, or thinking about the word. It's important that we hear the word of God in our ears. When you read the word, read it out loud. When you read your Bible, read it out loud. Let your ears hear the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So speak it out loud. So how do we sow God's word in faith? Well, let's go back to Luke chapter 17 and in verse 6. 
uh, the, the Lord says here, he says, And the Lord said, If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto the sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now notice, and, and we get this, the, the, the church has got this wrong so many times. But notice he did not say if you had faith the size of a mustard seed. That's not what he said. He said if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed. So this has been an incorrect teaching in the body of Christ. A lot of people say, well, you just got to have, a, a, you know, just a little bit of faith the size of a mustard seed. No, the, the, the important part here, and as you read Luke chapter 17, you, you can read the rest of it and understand what I'm saying. But he was trying to get them to understand the importance of planting the seed. It was such a small seed, but it grew up into this big tree. And it gave a harvest of the seed that was planted. So what he was trying to get them to understand was, is that you plant the word of God. Remember, we already know that the word of God is the, the seed. That's what we've already understood about the sower of the seed. So we know that the word of God is, is the seed here. So he's trying to get them to understand, you plant the seed. You know, you plant that when you speak it in your life, when you pray and you say, Lord, your word declares, your word says, Lord, I'm thanking you that your word is true. I'm thanking you that, Lord, that your word is right. He was trying to explain to them, if you had a seed, if you have my word, if you plant it, the word would obey you. Why? Because it is in the seed. The power is in the seed. When you plant the seed, the life is already in the seed. The power, the strength is already in the seed. And so God's saying, look, when, when you begin to plant it, when you plant my word in prayer and you say, God, your word declares this and I'm believing for this and I thank you for it, God's, God's word, according to Hebrews, is living and active. It's real. It has all the life in it that's needed just like a seed does. It'll bring forth fruit. His word, the Bible says in Isaiah 55 and 11, it says that his word will not return void. It's going to have a harvest. Psalms 119 and 11 says God's word has been settled in heaven forever. His word is the final authority. So pray in faith and not in desperation. And so we plant God's word. We plant it, um, you know, uh, by, uh, uh, you know, speaking forth uh, his word. Now, in, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, one of my favorite passages, it says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The word evidence comes from a root <coughs> Greek word, which means to convict, <coughs> uh, as in a testimony in court. If a person gives their testimony in court, they're attesting to something they saw or they heard. And so faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the testimony of things not seen in the natural. We're testifying to what God says because this is what we see. This is why we walk by faith and not by sight. We plant God's word, his seed, by speaking forth his word verbally and testifying to what we know the truth to be because his word is the truth. But, but, you know, what if my situation is the opposite of what God's word says? Won't I be lying? No, because anytime you speak something contrary to the word of God, that's when you're lying. That's when you're not being truthful. You're always going to be truthful if you're speaking forth his word. You know, the Bible says that his word is truth. 
He said his word is truth. There's a difference between facts and truth when we're talking about spiritual laws. His truth always triumphs over natural facts. This is why it's so important we watch what we speak. Uh, In Proverbs chapter 18 and verse uh, 21, it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. God says in Joel 3 and 10, he says, let the weak say, I am strong. So they're weak, but they're saying I'm strong. It's because of the power of your words. And if the words that are coming out of your mouth are God's word, then you've got a harvest that's on its way. And that's what Jesus taught throughout the gospels. You know, uh, in Proverbs chapter 15 and 23, it says, a man has joy by the answer of his mouth. Understand that there is creative ability or a creative force in God's word. Just like a seed has the ability to create, and that power is in the seed. If you plant an apple seed, you get apples. That's just what happens. You know, God said in Genesis, let there be light, and there was light. I heard a pastor one time bring to my attention that in the original text, in the Hebrew text, it says, God said, light be and light was. There is power in his words. There is power. Keep in mind that the opposite is also true. In the Old Testament, Moses had led the children of Israel out of 400 years of bondage through great signs and wonders. Yet the next day they were saying, you've brought us out in the desert to die. In fact, they continue to say this time and time again, we're going to die in the desert. Well, guess what? They got exactly what they had been saying. There were all of those that left Israel that died in the desert that never got to go into the promised land. It was the next generation. They wandered around in the wilderness for 40 years. The only exceptions was Joshua and Caleb, Moses and Aaron. That was it. The the whole other generation died in the wilderness. That's what they kept saying. So I encourage you to spend some time studying Mark chapter 11. And uh, those same healing scriptures, miracle scriptures in the four Gospels, and you'll notice a reoccurring theme. In most cases, he says, thy faith has made thee whole. In other cases, he says, be it unto thee, even as thou faith. See, never dig up the seed or word of God you've planted by speaking something opposite of what God's word tells you. In Mark chapter 4, verses 26 and 27, Jesus says that the kingdom of God is like a man who casts seed into the ground and goes to bed and gets up and goes to bed and gets up, and the seed eventually springs up, even though he does not know how. Just keep speaking his word, just like this man. I can promise you with confidence it will produce a harvest. So let me go on. Uh, You know, you want to make sure you pray specific prayers. You pray for what you need in your business. You pray for increased sales and increased revenue. Pray for finances that belong to your business to be released. Pray for your employees and their safety. Pray for uh, like uh, God's character in your life. You want to have God's character. Uh, pray for your customers. Uh, pray for your vendors. And, and always pray against negative, negative evil forces. Take authority over negative evil forces. And the list can just go on and on and on and on. I mean, write down your prayer needs. Write them down. What are the things that you need in your business? And then mark them off as God answers your prayers. Now, let me tell you why I tell you to do that. Because whenever you get discouraged, go back and see all of the answered prayers that God has done in your life. And that will encourage you. You know, the most important part is you must believe that God hears your prayers and will answer you. 
In Mark chapter 11, verse 24, it says, Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So set aside time for prayer every day. Do all you can to protect that time. It's so important that you protect that time. You know, if you can only start with 10 or 15 minutes a day, start with 10 or 15 minutes a day, but don't uh, do it every other day or let this come in the way or that get in the way. Keep it as an important part of your schedule. And don't be surprised if all of a sudden you notice your prayer time is going to get longer and longer and longer, and, and you just begin to enjoy your prayer time because you're spending time with the Lord. You're spending time with Him. You know, I, I truly believe, and I think I've shared this before, but I believe that God's going to be doing an end-time revival. And I believe, I truly believe this in my heart, that there are going to be businesses that are going to be a part of this end-time revival. And I think when 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 men and women of God, you know, that are just powerful men and women of God who start businesses that believe in prayer, believe in what God says, believe in his word, I believe there's going to be powerful things happen through their business with their employees, with vendors, uh, uh, you know, with their customers. I believe there's going to be such a powerful time of ministry, but it's going to happen when we all begin to pray. We, we've got to seek God's face. And begin to believe that he is a rewarder. The Bible says that we are to believe that he is a, a rewarders, uh, a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so God wants you to, to pray for your business. He really, really wants you to pray for your business. And uh, so today, I, I, I want to pray with you before we end the broadcast. And I want to talk about something else. But let's pray. Lord, thank you for those who've listened uh, to this podcast on praying for their business. I pray that you would reveal to them the power of prayer and, and that you want to bless them and that you want to bless their business for the kingdom of God. And I pray that they would pray bold and faith-filled prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you're truly interested in praying for your business, I want to make a couple of resources available to you free of charge. So if you go to christianbusinessconcepts.com uh, or .org, I'm sorry, and uh, click on resources, you're going to find a couple of resources there. One is called, um, it's called the uh, prayer guide. And that is just for you personally. That is just for you to, it takes the Lord's prayer as a model and teaches you how to pray. And you can utilize that every day when you pray. You can utilize portions of it when you pray, parts of it when you pray. Uh, I've been using this for a long time, for years and years and years and years. And, um, it, you know, it, it becomes so so in part a part of you that I don't always have to open it up. Uh, I just I, I, I just have it. You know, it's in my spirit, so I understand. But I, I would go there, and I would get that resource, the, the prayer guide. Uh, pr I call it the prayer partner uh, is actually what I call it. And uh, so you'll find that, and you can utilize that. And uh, then there is a prayer uh, that I have compiled and written to pray for your business, a specific uh, prayer uh, that has, you know, it's it's praying in the will of God, which is his word, uh, but it's got like 45, I think, or so different things that you pray for uh, for your business. Uh, 
And so I want to encourage you to download those, print them off, and I hope they'll be a blessing and an encouragement to you. Take notes on them, write notes on them. You can always print them out again. Uh, but I want to encourage you to do that. And and I want to thanks I want to thank you again for turn, tuning in to this week's podcast. And I, I hope you'll continue to be a part of the Christian Business Concepts community. And uh, I I just counted a privilege. I don't take it as a light thing. Uh, I counted a privilege. You know, the other day I was I was looking at at some of the information about the podcast, and I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I was surprised at how many people were listening to the podcast and from where. So there are people that are listening to this podcast from countries all over the world, Australia, uh, Russia, Iran, uh, even, and uh, Asia, uh, the Philippines. Uh, there, there were several countries that I noticed that were downloading a lot of the podcast. And so I want this to be a blessing to you. And uh, we are excited to be able to, to present to you these concepts, these godly concepts that God wants us to have in our businesses. So I, I just tell you that I, I just don't take it for granted. And I'm blessed that you tune in every week and that you download the podcast and you're part of this community. And I appreciate it. All right, so until next time, I want you to remember that Jesus is Lord, and He wants you blessed. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Christian Business Concepts podcast. Go to ChristianBusinessConcepts.com for more information and